Well, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Good Wednesday evening to all of you. May the Lord bless you. I hope that you've had a good day in the Lord, whatever has come your way, whatever you've had to face in these days of trouble and difficulty and uh, times where we must learn to endure. Well, last week I spoke with you about the importance of setting your eyes, your mind's eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ, Hebrews chapter 12, and remembering His tremendous endurance at the, at the hands of hostile sinners every day. I reminded you last week of the importance of considering Jesus as we read in Hebrews 12, uh, 1, 2, and 3, those verses. That's that word to calculate. Compare your endurance to the Lord Jesus' endurance. Compare your suffering to the suffering of the Lord Jesus so that you will not lose heart and be discouraged. Well, I want to continue this uh, truth about um, endurance. I think it's important for us to understand it. And so tonight, I hope that you'll uh, download the Bible study outline. It's on the website. You can pull that down, follow all the notes. Uh, that I'll be speaking on tonight. But I want to talk to you for a moment tonight, church, about joyful endurance. I'm going to ask you to take God's Word and turn to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5, and we'll, re we'll read some very familiar verses. We've looked at them before, but I'm feeling in these days that I need to encourage you again to endure, to maintain your endurance, to grow in endurance, just like the Lord Jesus endured, may we endure. And so tonight I want to talk to you about joyful endurance. Joyful endurance sounds like contradiction, doesn't it? <clears throat> well, Paul tells us some wonderful truths in Romans 5, 1 through, uh, 1 through 5. And I want you to notice these words as we read them. Romans 5, beginning in verse number 1, and we'll read through verse number 5. Paul writes to the Roman church, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we exult in the hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance proven character, and proven character hope, and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Heavenly Father, we thank You for the wonderful blessing of Your Word. It is like warmth for our soul every time we come to Your Word However we've been living, forgive us of our sins, Lord, forgive us. So many times we fail you, may we truly repent. May we not just be sad for our sin, but may we truly repent of our sin. Oh, Lord, forgive us when we repent and go back. Tonight, Lord, some of us are about to give up. Some of us are living in hard times of despair. And we're about to lose heart. I pray that the Holy Spirit of God will take these words like a good medicine and apply them to my friends who are listening tonight. May they be an encouragement and a comfort to them. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Well, our focal truth tonight is this. God's people rejoice in trials. Trials produce endurance. God's people rejoice in trials. And trials produce endurance. Those things go together. We rejoice in our trials because there's something that we gain spiritually by going through our difficulties and trials. And every one of us have been through numerous times, numerous seasons of troubles and trials. <clears throat> These days are especially hard for us. The unknown and questions, we don't know quite what to do. And they seem to go on and on and drag on and on. The Lord has permitted, permitted these days to go on. While people continue to get sick and there are other troubles in our world. Well, with all of that, we must understand that these trials produce in us a wonderful, wonderful thing. Joyful endurance. So let me ask you some questions here tonight before we look just for a moment at these wonderful verses. What are some things that all believers have in times of troubles? What, what are some of the things that we have in common, that we share? Well, Paul's going to show us some of those things that we all share in common tonight as a result of being saved. We don't always think about this, but we have some things in common. We have some things we have that God has given to us as a result of being saved. Do you know what some of those things are? that we share in common as believers, even in times of trouble <clears throat> or in times of victory. Secondly, how do believers feel in times of trial and adversity? How do you feel today? Well, some of us are rejoicing. We have joyfulness even in our trials and we're joyfully enduring, but other of us, others of us are losing heart and having a hard time and difficulty. So what is it that we all feel in these times? We all have various emotions, and they come and go, don't they? Come and go. Some days we're rejoicing and exalting in the Lord and praising God. Other days we're just, just barely able to pray and pick up God's Word and read it. Well, you see, Paul reminds the Roman church that joyfulness uh, is produced as a result of endurance in our trials. He says some very interesting things here. He teaches us some of the great truths of God's Word that are very familiar to us. And I want to make four observations from verses 1 through 5. First observation is this. In trials, God's people have peace with God, having been justified by faith. You know, when I do wrong, I try to justify myself. When I do wrong, I try to make an excuse for myself. The good news is, is when we come to know the Lord Jesus, we are justified by faith. In trials, God's people have peace with God, having been justified by faith. Look at it in verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by our faith. By putting our faith in Jesus Christ, we are justified. Uh, what's the old saying? Just as if we never sinned justified by faith, we have peace with God. How do we gain peace with God in troubled and difficult times? How do we maintain a peace with God and to have the peace of God that we also learn about from Paul? Well, we now have peace with God. That is, there's no longer uh, enmity 
between us and God. We have a good, strong, reconciled relationship with God. Oh, the joy. Whatever comes in my life, just think of this. Whatever comes in yours, my Christian friend, you, as a result of your faith in Jesus, are at peace with God. Sometimes He's grieved by our sin. Sometimes He has to discipline us in various ways, but we have peace with God. And notice what Paul says in verse 1, through our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, we have peace with God and we have peace with God being justified by faith. It's through the Lord Jesus Christ. Saving faith in Jesus Christ puts us back in a restored relationship with God. Saving faith is placed in Jesus Christ, not in anybody else or anything else. For me to have peace with God, I have that and I cannot have that taken away from me, even in times of trouble. So what do I have? Well, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. Second observation, in trials, God's people rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Look at this in verse 2. Through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace, in which we stand and we exult in hope of the glory of God. You see, we have a second thing. We have obtained our introduction by faith in Jesus Christ into the grace of God. Oh, my friends. You can't live the Christian life without the grace of God. It is His favor and His grace continually. We've now, by our faith in Jesus Christ, having peace with God, we're introduced to the world of grace. Praise God. Hallelujah. The we now have an introduction. We have not only peace with God, but we have this introduction into the grace of God and we stand in the grace of God. Even in trouble, when we want to fall down, when we're pushed around by the difficulties of life, we stand, we stand in the grace of God. And we exalt, we praise God, we glorify God in hope of the glory of God. Think about this for a minute. We are rejoicing because heaven is coming for us who know Jesus Christ. Our, our inheritance is in heaven with the Lord and someday these troubles and trials will be done. We also, we exalt also in the glory of God because now we can glorify God in these troubles. So our first observation is this. In trials, God's people have peace with God having been justified by faith. Our second observation from these verses is verse 2. In trials, God's people rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. The third observation is this. In trials, God's people rejoice knowing that trials bring endurance. Now, not only do we have some things as believers, but we know some things. You see, that's what the Word of God does. It informs me. It gives me understanding and wisdom and knowledge to walk with God and to know how to live in these difficult times. Look at verse 3. And not only this, Paul says, I've got something more than these wonderful truths about having peace with God and rejoicing in the hope of the glory of God and being introduced by faith into the grace of God. But now, not only this, we exalt in our tribulations. What? We should be rejoicing in these troubles in this virus time. We should be rejoicing, my friend. We rejoice in our tribulations, knowing, here's something we know, 
that tribulation brings or produces perseverance, endurance. We know tribulations produce perseverance. We know this. When you run a race, like we talked about last week, a long-distance race, and you train for it well, you build up endurance. You may not recognize it, but the more you train, the further you can go. You're not out of breath. You have strength and stamina. Same thing's happening to us now. While you think you may be failing, these times of trouble build our endurance and our spiritual strength as we pray and trust God. We know that perseverance produces not only perseverance, uh, troubles produce perseverance, but also in verse 4, it produces proven character. When these troubles have come now in these days, it's developing and shaping us with Christ-like character. We live more for Jesus when we trust Him by faith. We allow these troubles to come to shape us. Proven character comes in hard times of trouble. Also, proven character builds us to hope. You see, when I really have learned to trust God in trouble, I don't lose my hope. I don't lose hope. Those with endurance and proven character don't lose their hope. Are you losing your hope today, my friend? You see, because of my faith in God, I have hope in God and the glory of God to come beyond my troubles and my trials. Well, a third observation is this, as we've said, in trials, God's people rejoice knowing that trials bring endurance and proven character and then hope. Finally, last observation, in trials, God's people are not disappointed. God's love is poured out in their hearts. Are you living with disappointment today? Just despair and disappointment. It's hard not to be disappointed in people. It's hard not to be disappointed when things don't work out or things have been postponed because of these days. Times and changes have come, but look what Paul says in verse 5. Hope does not disappoint. You see, perseverance, endurance, building trials, building perseverance, building proven character, and then my hopefulness. Hopefulness does not disappoint. I'm not disappointed I'm not disappointed when I have hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit. You know what you have? You have the love of God poured out inside of you, your heart and mind, inside of your soul, because you know Jesus Christ. Oh, the joy of knowing that I am loved by God in the worst of circumstances and times. Knowing that I am loved by God as a child of God, even when I fail and give up and go into sin, He loves me. The love of God is poured out unto us because the Holy Spirit has been given to us. We hopefully endure. We don't despairingly surrender. We patiently continue. We don't impatiently rebel. We trustingly live. We don't disbelieve God in our troubles. We assuredly stand, not spitefully complain. I love that because it reminds us, I don't have anything to complain about when I have the love of God assuring me on the inside. I assuredly stand in the love of God in the midst of my troubles.
Well, I hope you're encouraged by these truths from Romans 5. What are some things that we need to remember tonight that help us apply these words in our life? Well, first of all, I would remind you that faith in Jesus Christ is based on trust in God's promises. Faith in Jesus Christ is based on trust in God's promises. Secondly, joy is never dependent on our circumstances. It is just not. We're not, we're not, it's not happiness. Joy is that strong, strong, enduring contentment, quiet, quiet contentment that knows that I am loved and that I am living in the grace of God and that I have peace with God. You see, joy is never dependent on my circumstances. The third observation is this Christ likeness is shaped in the fire of trials. Oh, this is the time. We, we must embrace these troubled times because they, they shape us into Christ's likeness and His proven character. Hopefulness, fourthly, grows as we believe God's Word. You thought about that? How does my hope grow? It grows as I believe by faith the promises of God. Hopefulness grows as we believe God's Word. And finally, God's love in our hearts protects us from despair despair in long periods of trouble. God's love in our heart always protects us from long periods of trouble. These things and these days, we don't know how long they'll be like this. Life seems to be changing and all of our routines are changing. You're having to consider and pray about how you come to church and how you worship and how you give and how you serve other people. It's, It's a change, isn't it? It's a hard time. But we must learn how to walk with God in these days just like we walked with God in past days. That's what God is doing. Building in us endurance and proven character with hopefulness. Oh, the joyful endurance that we have because we have such hope in God. Well, daily use. Three things for you as we go tonight. Number one, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved in these days of trouble. If you're listening to me and you're not a Christian, if you'll confess with your mouth, Jesus says, Lord, believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you shall be saved. The most important decision you can make in these days of trouble is to be saved. The second thing I'd remind you of is this. Remind yourself of God's promises of peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Take the Word of God this wonderful book filled with the promises of God for God's children. And take these words and may they be a warmth and a soothing medicine for your heart and your soul. And finally, stand strong in troubles. Look forward in hope to the days when all troubles are gone and we are glorified with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank You for my friends tonight. I pray that You would bless them all wherever they are. May they be encouraged tonight. May the love of God assure them. May their hope in the glory of God be strong. May their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ give them strength so that they might endure all these times of trial. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I look forward to seeing you Sunday, Lord willing. If you if you feel comfortable to come back, we'll be uh, we'll be opening up our Wednesday night services, Lord willing. Watch for the announcements. We're about to start that, 
And so we're excited to see you on Wednesday nights and the days ahead, as well as on Sunday mornings for worship and Bible study. May the Lord bless you. And I hope that this evening has encouraged you to live in joyful endurance. God bless you.